Welcome to Soul Winning for Beginners, part five. In previous videos, uh, we've discussed the main body of the gospel, how to give the gospel to somebody. We've discussed how to transition into getting that gospel conversation started and also how to uh, draw the net and uh, bring somebody to a point of decision and trusting Christ as their Savior. And we also covered uh, some basic general tips and tricks, uh, how to be prepared uh, physically and mentally and spiritually to be a soul winner. And then the Hall's going to be talking with us now uh, to more of a, um, to not just our beginning soul winners, but maybe our seasoned soul winners just a little bit. How can you bring somebody alongside of you? How can you take somebody that knows nothing and bring them to a point where they're talking to people and they're proficient in giving the gospel? Yeah, one of the, I think one of the great joys that I have in the Christian life is when I have the opportunity to take someone that's scared to death about presenting the gospel and end up seeing them lead somebody to the Lord, get them to church, get them down the aisle, get them baptized. Yeah, uh, there's, right. there's nothing more fun than that, I think. But, but you have to work at it. And if you're going to be an effective trainer, there are some things that, that will help you uh, in doing that. And everybody's area is different. I understand that. And, and we've got a big uh, area here that's got all different kinds of, of uh, people that live in it. And, and, uh, but there still are just some basic things that we can do if we're going to be effective in training others. One of the first things is you have to be willing to be a trainer. If you're going to take somebody out to train them, you have to train them. You, that's exactly right. You don't just go out and knock a door and say, okay, your turn. You're training someone. Mm -hmm. And I maintain that folks will enjoy their soul winning experience if they know what they're doing and they know how to go about doing it. And if you set them up correctly to do that, they'll appreciate and enjoy soul winning the rest of their life. But if they go out there and get thrown to the wolves, as it were, um, you know, a trainer, like I said, just knocks on a door, they talk, say, okay, it's your turn, and never teaches them anything about anything. For the person that's brand new, that's terrifying. So a trainer has to be willing to train. And what that means is you might not get to knock all the doors you want to. Well, get somebody to go out another time if that's the case. If you're committing to training, your job is to train that person you have with you in how to be an effective soul winner. But then you also have to have a trainee that's willing to be taught. And... Sure. And, and there's two kinds of people. There's those that are willing to listen and do what you're, what you're telling them, and there are those that don't. And to be honest with you, if somebody already is an experienced soul winner and they're happy with what they're doing, then fine. You go do your own thing. I'll get somebody else. Mm -hmm. and, but there's also those that have been around for quite a while and doing some soul winning, and they're really awful at it, and they still don't want to listen. Fine. Go get, I'll get somebody else. But I don't care if you're brand new <coughs> or if you've been doing this for a little bit. If you're at least willing to listen to what I have to say and try it, that's all I ask. Sure. And then later... Do whatever you want to do yourself. But if I'm training you, I'm asking you to tr at least try. I'm not saying this has to be what you're going to end up doing, but at least try it out and, and see if there's anything in here that might be of help to you. And for years now, uh, you know, I've been assigned someone to be a, a, a trainee uh, with me, and I don't remember of, of ever having a time that we've gone out where by the end of the semester, they, every one of them has had the opportunity to lead somebody to the Lord. Lord. Yeah, well, there's some that might have been a miracle for that to happen. But, but no, for the most part, if you train somebody and if they're willing to listen, then things will go well. So there's a couple other things then that, that are always helpful also that you might pay attention. First, the, on part number one, we gave you the outline of the, the meat of the presentation. They have to have an outline. So they have to learn that. They have to memorize that. For, for four or five weeks when I have a new trainee, every time we're out to our area and coming back, I'm, dr I'm drilling them on that outline. 
Because if, if they don't have it, I'm not letting them knock a door. So there's some academic training you and need to do on first. On the way out and on the way back. We have a good time. We talk about all kinds of stuff. But, but for the most part, I'm drilling them on the meat of it. Can they do the transitions on both ends? You know, do they know how to illustrate? Do they know how to do all that? Because if they don't, I'm not going to let them knock a door until they are. And if, and if they're not going to learn it, I'll get another partner. I don't have time. I'll get somebody that's willing to work at it. But for the most part, the people that I've had have been willing through the week. They work on it, and every weekend they get a little better. So as we're out there for the first couple of weeks, I do all the door knocking. Because I want and, and I want them to hear a gospel presentation using the outline that I've shown them. So first week out, I teach them the whole outline, transitions, everything, and they can say, "Hey, this works." That's exactly right. Or then they know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So for the first couple of weeks, I do it all on my own. Then second, third week or so, when I'm confident that they, because they're they're going and coming back, they're making the presentation to me in the car. Okay. And when I'm confident that, that they have the opportunity, that they, that they know, they have it down pretty well, then what I'll do is the next time we go out, I'll knock until I have a gospel. Then I'll let them knock till they get a gospel. Then I'll bring it back to me again. Mm-hmm. So they just do it that one time. And, and sometimes, and, 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 and when you're out where live bullets are firing, mm-hmm. um, sometimes they do great and sometimes they don't. And, and, and a lot of times it's just a panic thing or it's, a, you know, sometimes they got it and do great, you know. But you just have to give them the opportunity. And then so I'll, lead some, I'll, I'll make a gospel, they'll make a gospel, and then we'll kind of get out of sight someplace and I'll talk to them about what they did well or didn't do well. Then I go right back and I do another gospel. So they hear, hear it again. And then we're drilling on the car going back and forth. Once they kind of are doing okay, then from then on we'll, we'll alternate Gospel. So I'll go until I get a gospel, then they can go there to get a gospel, then I'll go to like, so they're hearing a gospel. Now, what that, what is incumbent upon you, though, to do is get in an area where you can make a gospel. So it depends on where you go. Some geographic, people are more respectable. Geographic receptive. has everything to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you can argue forever as to why, but there's a reason why there are bus areas. And there's a reason why there are wealthy areas in our area here like Barrington or Hollywood or, or whoever you want. People in bus areas tend to be more receptive to listening to you than somebody in Barrington. And, and I'm all for reaching the wealthy. Don't get me wrong. But I'll be honest with you, I could go a month or two in Barrington and in a wealthy area and maybe make one gospel presentation. In the area that we've been knocking doors here lately, we've made a couple presentations every single week. We've had somebody saved about every other week. Uh, but but that the, they are receptive there. They listen to what we have to say. And so you've got to go to an area where they can hear a gospel and then make a gospel. I really have a problem with somebody going an entire semester and, and they've only made a couple of gospels and their partner, the trainee, has not made any. They haven't trained. Mm-hmm. So they have, to, they have to think. Now, after a month has gone by and my partner's got it, then I have my normal door knocking area that we go back up to and then we alternate contacts. And we have a good time doing that. You know, we'll do, uh, you know, we'll just take turns on contacts and whoever gets the gospel, you get a gospel, that's great. If we knock three doors and nobody's home, then obviously you don't have the power of God on your life, so it's my <laughs> turn again. You know, so we, we have some okay. fun with it. But I make sure my partner is confident in what they're doing before I throw them to the wolves out there. And so that's an awful important thing. So they're getting it because you're teaching it to them. They're getting it because they're seeing you do it. And they're getting it because they're trying it out themselves. That's exactly right. And, and, and it's different, them doing it to me in the car, 
Oh, yeah. And them doing it on the door when they're <laughs> out there. It is different. Yes, sir. Uh, one soul partner I had had it nailed, nailed, nailed. We got him out there, and it was uh, 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 until he broke through, and finally it happened, and then it was off and running and doing great after that. So key things again, the trainee, trainer has to be willing to train, trainee has to be willing to listen. And, and for me, it's about a four-month process before I'm confident that they've got it down well. So they have to be willing. You have to go to a good area and make sure it happens. You have, to, you have to train them over and over and over and over and make sure that they're getting it. They have to memorize this. They have to have the template. They have to have the outline. If they don't, you're wasting your time. And they have to use it. I don't care if you have something, but if you got something better you're going to do on your own, then go get you another partner and let me find somebody who wants help with theirs. Sure, yeah. And I'm not for a minute saying my way is the only way, but I, what I am saying, my way works okay for me. And if you don't have a way, why don't you shut up and listen? Mm-hmm. You know, so, uh, so I, I get somebody that's willing to listen. We go to an area where we can make some gospels. I make, I academically make, pump them and work with them to make sure they have the gospel presentation down. Then I let them hear what I'm saying give them a shot at it, come back and hear me say it again, and then we start alternating the soul winning opportunities. And, and once we're done with that, then we'll go out to Barrington and knock a couple of doors or wherever after that. But there's some very specific things that as a trainer we need to be willing to do if, if our trainee is going to be successful. And like I said, I am, I am insistent that people will do this soul winning if they've had a good experience to start with and aren't just terrified with going out there. Mm-hmm. If, they, if they know what they're going to do, and they understand how important it is, people will be okay with doing it. Yeah, nobody wants to dread what they do. That's exactly it. right. And as a trainer, that's your responsibility, is to get that young person or new Christian or whoever it is in a position where they're going, hey, I can do this. This is really cool. Well, that's great, Brother Hall. Thanks so much for joining us uh, for this five-part series on sewing for Beginners. And uh, if you have any questions, uh, no doubt, uh, feel free to contact us. Our contact information will be in the comments section, and we'll be happy to chat with you. Have a good day.